All uniformed in worn black coats, all their lined and bitter faces bound in black headscarves, the old women gathered at the graveside. Under the broad-spreading branches of the oak which shaded the plot, the components of the grave's furniture had been dismantled. The headstone's front face leaned against the cemetery wall, hiding the inscription and the glassed-in photograph of the poet as a smiling young man. The candle lamps which had not often been lit, and the flower vase, which had in the main held artificial flowers, lay discarded on a neighbouring tomb. In the years following the burial, the once white marble curbstones had rarely been scrubbed and were discoloured with algae and yellow lichens. The old women took in the stone's neglected state and cast their offended eyes up to the heavens. The bell of Reese's village church began to toll. In these northerly mountains there was no hope yet of spring, and the wind which flapped the men's trouser legs and stirred the evergreen branches was raw. The sky was an ashen veil cast over the day's end. There was a woman over in Lutro. They buried too close to a tree, muttered one crone into the cold reddened ear of another, inclining her head towards the oak and to the bare and stony ground where the coffin had been laid four years before. On that occasion the earth, freshly dug and mounded up for the interment, was the lively brown of spring sowing. Now that same earth, settled and sunk, was cracked and pale. Its roots were poking through the poor soul's eyes, bound by that tree she was until they got her free, and this tree will have claimed him just the same. The sexton leaned on his spade, impatient for his cue to break the ground, but the old women were still busy with their preparations, checking the necessities for the ritual. Holy basil for blessing, and red wine to wash the bones, white kerchiefs to wrap them, and a metal box to hold them in their final place of rest. A little apart, in fashionable black jackets and court shoes, two younger women stood, one of an age to be parent to the other. Ready to proceed at last, the old women hustled them closer to the graveside. Come forward, Kale, come forward, they insisted. It's the faces of his close kin he'll want to see as he comes back to us. The poet's sister and his daughter complied reluctantly, his sister encouraging her niece with an arm around her shoulder.